0: Yo yo yo! What's
1: going on? What's going on?
0: Another day in the city. (laughs) Financial therapy. All
1: right, welcome everybody. Welcome back. Happy 2023. Mm Mhm. Merry Christmas. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Labor Day. Whatever the holidays we may have missed. Man. Shout out to the veterans. Yeah. But as you all know, this is episode of Financial Therapy with your gracious host, uh, boy Stephen Newman.
0: And your boy Emmanuel Cooker man, E. Holloway.
1: And we are back again, back again. All right, so fourth quarter.
0: Put your fours up. <laughs>
1: Back just in time. What's
0: going on? How's everything, man? Everything is good, man. You say put your you say fourth quarter. Uh, what's the what's the uh, what should be the mindset for the for the fourth quarter, man? Mm-hmm. Like, well, the
1: first thing I thought was finish strong, but that that sounds like something that you would always hear. Let's take let a little bit deeper about that fourth quarter. Definitely come back to that. Yeah. How's, uh,
0: how's the weather going? Man, it's beautiful, man. I was driving home from work today, and you know how when the sun going down and you're on an interstate, the sun can, in some areas, because in Georgia, you got more hills than a little bit. In <laughs> some areas, you see the shadows. In other areas, you see the sunlight, you know, and with the leaves changing, it was just a beautiful beautiful sight, and it just, just reminds me how thankful and blessed we are to be on a beautiful earth, you know.
1: Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, I was just in I was just in Atlanta this weekend, actually. And it's warmer there than it is here, which I was disappointed. Yes. <laughs> it was perfect out there this weekend. North Carolina,
0: <laughs> I want you
1: to raise up. Sure Can't do it because it's cold. <laughs> <laughs> it wore back, it warmed back up. When I got back, I was like, hey, it's a lot colder than it's hoodie weather. But anyway, yeah, it's uh definitely a great time of the year. Uh depending on where you are. For us in the south, it's definitely understand this fall. You know, you get the changing of the leaves. The nights and the mornings are typically cooler, but you really get a nice, a really nice, pleasantly warm day. Mm-hmm. So that's always nice about starting out in the fall. At least I can speak for the South. Other areas, y'all yeah, might just be cold if want to be sympathetic to the other parts of the, of the fall. All right. So you said, what is the theme of the fourth quarter? question. I don't know. I'm thinking for some reason my mind first went to like preparation for the new year. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll I'll stand on that. That's my first thought. Was I thought it was like the fourth quarter should be about getting the getting next year right. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so i'll I'll stop there I'll try to think a little bit more
0: what do you think i I agree i think it's I think it's a little bit more hybrid than that uh I agree with the uh I remember watching Patrick Bed David, you know one of our social media mentors, and he was like, this is about the time you start preparing for uh next year and the reason why I say it's hybrid because it's the same thing that you said initially, you know like finish strong. I guess that is a cliche, but in, the more dynamic that word is, it's more. I would I would uh, put beside tie up the those loose ends. You know, if you're a business owner, you have you have clients that you you know been they've been pushing out, waiting for like certain parts of the year to really shop, or or if you're a consumer, you've been waiting for certain parts of the year to utilize. Um, And so you you, you're preparing for like Black Friday or 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 New Year's New New Year's Christmas sales and stuff like that. So the trick about those things is what we looking at it from a consumer standpoint and a producer standpoint. When you get to those times, just because they say it's a discount, doesn't mean you're saving money. You know so. Taking, taking that into consideration to properly prepare yourself. And then if you're looking at it from a business owner standpoint, it's like, what people do I need to reach out to? So that's what I mean by tying up loose ends and then taking into consideration the start of the new year where you're preparing to already have money saved up and um, foreshadowing future expenses and and goals that you have for 2024 and see how those line up to your, to what you have accomplished in 2023, you know? So that's how I, that's that's what I think of when you put them fours up. It's like, for the future. <laughs> for the future. You know, so. That sounds like the resistance.
1: That
0: Always, man. That's just how we, it's in our DNA. DNA. I, uh, I had a, I went on a test drive with a banker yesterday. Nice. Um, he works at Truist. And um I was I wanted to ask some follow up questions. I was you know but I didn't. And from your perspective, what does what does the fourth quarter mean for for the people that you're coming across? It doesn't necessarily have to be the people that you work with. Maybe it's people that you're interacting with, or maybe it's people that you see at the grocery store or you know,
1: yeah, absolutely. I would say, for the people I've been around, like just walking and seeing things, I do see a lot of movement. I see an awful lot of movement. Um, the conversations that I hear from people is people are trying to close out the year with I um but also they're trying to reconcile new understandings going forward mm. so like um student loan uh payment coming back into play yeah i've heard conversations where people are going to have to just not not hugely but on the margins to prepare for that that payment that they got used to not having to pay mm. So there's plans of that in the works, uh, but also people are focused on, like you said, the next deal, the next client, or doing well at work, uh, all in the hopes of you know more more business or more money at some point downstream. So I think I think it's uh, I'm hearing a lot of that. Uh, people are uncertain a little bit as far as like what the economy is going to do. Going into the next year, uh, but we'll see how that do how that affects people spending in the fourth quarter. That's yet to be seen. But I'd say people are like cautious. Uh, they're definitely aware, more so than they've been, looking at the pandemic. At least this is just my anecdotal opinion. Just listening to people as when I walk the streets. Um. So I would say people are definitely cautious. They're definitely aware of their debts, but what actions will be taken, you
0: know? We'll see. That's interesting. People are definitely more aware from my point of view as well It's like, you mentioned uh, the 2024, um, you know, next year is an election year. So based upon what we're having go- going on overseas and, you know, the political aspect. I remember when I was a kid, I didn't really even really understand what, um, how politics affected, how important it was, you know, to how people spend money and where they put their money. I saw a Patrick David uh, bit where he was saying, it was him and Joe Rogan, they was talking about, you um, you know the billionaires who actually run the world. Did you see that? No. Oh my goodness. No. Yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a bit where he was talking about how these uh, elites have so much influence on the Fortune 500 companies that they can, you know, influence or and remove people if they're not, you know, making decisions based upon their stances. And uh, you know, see and he's talking about CEOs and stuff like that. And I'm like, wow, like so imagine imagine the fourth quarter coming up <laughs> and you don't have the numbers that you're that you um, wanted it's really hard to have any type of leverage when you don't have the numbers to back it like that's really difficult to do like numbers don't lie so when so in a situation where we have an election year coming up and, and this is just me talking I'm not even saying this is all factual this is just my perspective on 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 it um uh, It's an election year. You got an election year coming up. You're in control of a company. And in the past, you had to deal with COVID. You had to deal with printing of money. You had to to deal with uh, adjusting your prices because the cost that you were using to produce whatever service or product you had had to change. and then your your consumer is in an in information age where they could actually are they're actually more aware of, like you were saying, you know student student loan debt and 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 what's the price of things and and it's like it's a very interesting time. And I'm thankful, though, you know, like extreme, extremely thankful. How would you like, what would you say to people going into this fourth quarter about Christmas shopping and going to visit their families uh, in a time in a time with. uh, In the climate that we're in. Because that's, coming up. Uh, that's coming up. This is about the time you got to start. This uh, is the time you got to start preparing for it. I'm sorry.
1: No, I agree. I agree. I was going to say the same thing. I agree. Um, getting ahead of – well, plane tickets probably already at where they are. But they will go higher. Uh, more efficient ways to travel. Um, if you are going to travel, I kind of lean towards that because it's seeing family. Uh, but when you do go see family, or if you just stay in your city, I think cost are... I think it's going to be a top of mind, but I think people will still spend it. So I think it'll be a more cautious feeling. The People will watch the the Ubers. Um, they'll probably stay with their parents instead of getting a hotel or an Airbnb. Um... Yes, I think stuff around the margins, people will be smarter on. But I think people still get out there. As far as, like, shopping as gifts, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have a post on that. I'm curious to see how that turns out. Um, economy seems, at least as far as the jobs numbers, but it's really that doesn't really tell us much when it comes to, like, the consumer themselves. Yeah, but I I still see people spending. I see people being more cautious, but I, I don't get a sense of like I'm not spending anything. Yeah. Um, I think people are still who plan to travel. I think they still will. Absolutely. The ways in which they travel, what they do when they get there, that may be different. I mean, people, there's going to be a lot more moms cooking, you know what I'm saying, instead of what restaurant we're we going to. Uh, so it'll be more stuff like that, I think, where people, wouldn't even think of it as cutting back but it two years ago they would have gone to you know say they would have gone out to eat mm. I think this holiday season is going to be more focused on the cook meal So We'll see what grocery stores look like you know already know my conspiracy there
0: who who's cooking <laughs> who's cooking on Thanksgiving I mean who's uh going out to eat on Thanksgiving and Christmas people do that
1: I'm... Well, they do it around. They do it around the day.
0: Oh, I see what you're saying. So,
1: like, you come home for a week. That first Friday, y'all might go to the hot spot. Oh yeah, in the city that you know you grew up in, but you're not really there there. Yeah. So it's like, oh, this seems cool and exciting. You know, let's go look at how they built up the city. Everybody's city's been built up at this point. Like just like that kind of. I see what you're out. saying.
0: I see what you're saying. Ah, I... dang! So now mom. You might go out for a drink. Hey, but that. You won't... I gotta make a public service announcement. If this, if you listening and you are gonna do that, help mom's out. Don't have her just. I know she probably want to, but help her cook. If you, if it, if she, if she gonna have to put in a workload on Thanksgiving and Christmas, step in and and do something nice. I, I just made me realize I'm gonna have to cook. I, that's what I'm gonna do. When that's, I'm gonna have to do that. Now you know what, because I know you're gonna cook on Thursday and Thanksgiving. Let me go ahead and you know. Chef it up on Wednesday. Go ahead and get this 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 ramen noodles. Get this get this uh turkey sandwich. <laughs> I'm
1: just uh, but that but that's 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 the trip I think people are gonna have. Yeah. That's what I mean, like they're not going out. So it's like you people are gonna what get home on Wednesday, stay through the weekend when it comes to Thanksgiving. They would have they're going out for drinks, but they're not going out for dinner. I think stuff like that is where you'll see. There, there people are going to pick up bottles as opposed to just getting drinks out. It's going to be some more pregaming as opposed to just like little things change that I noticed or that I'm assuming mm-hmm. will come through the holidays. Mm-hmm. Like just little things like that. And that's just hanging out and having fun, even on the food, the ingredients.
0: That's the nice. Now it's, uh, it's going to be a cat mouse game. Now it's going to be a cat mouse game because if. If you're a if you're a bar owner and you're listening to this and, and you're taking that into consideration, you you know what I'm saying? Like now you got to figure out ways to actually market and adjust your prices to actually pull people in, or or be left on the sideline. because yeah. people we
1: gonna be looking for a deal. That's we it. For some kind of deal. Oh yeah,
0: that, unless I'm. Unless dealing... in
1: the higher end of things and different markets, but but I'm... everyday market, yeah
0: even if, yeah, I guess that's guess we're all over the place. I I was about to go down the road about, you know, the affluent probably having to deal with the same thing, but to stick on what we were talking about, like, I know we're dealing with that at at our dealership. Like, now, yeah, we're dealing with more educated buyers. I had a situation where I had a customer who um, Wanted to buy a particular vehicle. Hey, Miss Customer, how you doing? Hey, I want this particular vehicle. Okay, uh, this is what we're going to, to do. Uh, I'm gonna need you here. I don't want to come in. I have, you know, kids and da, da, da I just want to be able to know when I'm coming, to sign the paperwork. She buy and when not, in our industry, they tell us buyers are liars because you know. So basically, she didn't want to come in because she wanted to be able to shop us around. It's really hard to. Sh- it's really hard to shop around when you're in the in the place, you know. So the cat-mouse game that we're playing is uh, for two days straight, I'm working on making this deal happen for this lady, getting her the best deal. And 45 minutes before she's supposed to be in, she shops me to somebody else and they say, I can beat it. Mm. And normally there was a time in the industry where you know, you would sell cars under MSRP. You because there were certain incentives that you got for moving product, you know, first one first in, first out. But now, you know, with COVID, when COVID hit, things switched. There wasn't that much product. So supply and demand was different. And so people were paying whatever they could pay. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean paying what paying whatever you sold it for. Not whatever they could pay, whatever you sold it for. Now you have now you have competition and people are like, some companies are willing to be like, Hey, we'll do this. Even in a, even in an industry where there's a standard price for the particular thing and every dealership pays the same price for it, even though you do have your add-ons and whatnot and every dealership is different. But at the end of the day, there's still a cost to everything that you do in a, in business. So the adjustment that must be made or should be made or can be made is how can I be the one who's making that deal and not losing out? And so when I'm thinking about the restaurants, it's like, if that's the case, if people feel more comfortable shopping, your competition is the grocery store and then the time it takes to prepare the food. So how can you adjust to make it more valuable for people to come make it Make it more valuable and cost effective for people to come in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: That's
0: that's 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 going to be interesting. So uh, I'm pretty excited for that. I'm very excited for that. Actually, one thing for us in the resistance with Christmas and Thanksgiving coming up, prepare for the gift giving now. I know us males, we tend to. I, I don't know about everybody. I don't want to project on everybody. else. I know me. I'm gonna be very. <laughs> I'm gonna be very transparent. Uh, I'm the one where it's like, oh shit, I ain't get a gift, and I'm I'm headed to where I need to be going. You know, so uh, I'm glad we're having this conversation. This is this is definitely financial therapy for me. <laughs> how we started how do you normally do your how you normally do your gift giving
1: uh thanksgiving we we draw names oh yeah so you get one person and that's like your main focus
0: hmm.
1: i'm the worst gift giver in the family
0: yeah
1: my dad told me so oh
0: wow uh, <laughs> right between the Got eyes the
1: Oh, I was. I it, nah, it wasn't a surprise. <laughs> <So> I <got> am <laughs> proud
0: of my accomplishment. <laughs> yeah.
1: They can come find me. But, <laughs> but um, that's normally how we do it. So I'll, I'll have to focus on one individual. But, but I'm blessed in the sense that I get to kind of what we do with that system. Cause I had, you know, three sisters a brother, a mom and dad. They can get out of hand very quick. Um, and then two, all I gotta do is ask another sibling or my mom, and they'll know what I should
0: get. Yo, you know, I'm you know it's seven oh two.
1: Oh yeah, perfectly. I'm keeping a close eye.
0: Oh, I was about to say, I know there's a kid out there that need to be tutored. Yeah, yeah. So we're
1: Wrapping it up. All right. Up soon, so it's, it will be a shorter episode, but it is for a good cause, everybody.
0: Yeah, well, good cause. And I propose that we, so we could be more frequent with these uh, financial therapies that we do do these short, short podcasts. Because I'm, I'm down for that. I, like that. I, I, I can get 20 minutes in. I can step away for 20 uh-huh. minutes. I can do that at work. Right. I can step away for 20 minutes and rap. You know what I'm saying? I need to.
1: Just talk that out on the fly. Who, who else is doing that? we talk talking out. we talk talking out. Yeah. New format, the New format on the, the podcast. New format on the
0: podcast. Yeah. This is about, this is what our podcast, for everybody listening, this is what our podcast is going to be like from this point out. It's a friendship between me, from me, Stephen, and our audience. That's what we're going to do. And we're going to just wrap about the economic prosperity that we're. Pers- Seeing and we're thriving in and striving in and resisting it for sure. I'm, uh, how you doing? Like, I know we're wrapping up, but like, what's your mental state right now? You good?
1: Yeah, I think I'm good. I definitely, um, I fell off of my routine just a bit but I still piss in pieces, but it hasn't been seven days a week. Yeah. I was running a good seven days a week for a minute there. Um, So I'll definitely get back into that tomorrow. But as far as mental state, I would say good. Um, Work has been challenging. It's been busy. But it's been a really good mental challenge, so it's made me a lot sharper. Um. Got to get to, get down to Atlanta, see the family. So that was really cool. My dad coming up to visit me in Charlotte was huge. That was, man, that was, I don't know if it was bad. We had time. We had time. Yeah. Listen to, like, jazz records and stuff. And he's telling me about Southside Chicago in the 60s. Wow. Yeah, it was just a time, man. It was just a time. And then we went to uh, my cousin, man. My dad is hilarious. He's the life of the party. And we just had a great, great time. With a cousin, I haven't seen in years since I was young. So she happened to actually live in Charlotte, too. So I was like, okay. Oh, wow. Connect with. Yeah. Yeah. My uh, so, yeah, I would say, man, great space, great space. Uh, and always thinking of the work that needs to be done. Yeah, uh, I live. I live in
0: between those two. Yeah, right now. That's what's up. Man. That's important. That's important. Same here, man. I've been. I'm in a really good space. We moving tomorrow to another apartment. Uh a bigger place. Found a really good deal. So the value got more value for for same amount of money. Nice area. Oh, very um, nice uh was able to work as a couple and create a financial plan that was the first that was a big step in our relationship to be able to have a financial plan amongst the, us the two of us you know it was really and I, i'm the one to blame for um was you know taking the burden and responsibility and the pride in being the provider um that i was you know wasn't really communicating like i need to because i had never been in that position before but it's a breath of fresh air to be able to have a transparent and and con- a transparent conversation, and not only a transparent conversation with your with your significant other, uh, but however with uh, and I'm gonna say wife because it's, I believe dealing with women is different than dealing with your with your partner. <laughs> but then they not only just to talk about it but to live it out. You know what I'm saying? That's different. So it's a beautiful space. Work is. Work is we got a lot of traction, a lot of activity. Uh, so so they tell us, um, but some days it'd be boring. But however, not not being so caught up in the hustle and bustle that, um, losing losing peace, and that's what I have been going since I had been there. I it took me a while, it was a lot, it was new, it was dealing with people who won't really give a shit about me for real, for real, and it was really tough because you know you're not supposed to take it personal in business, but you know you wear you i keep a smile on my face and but on the inside you you tearing up you know what i'm saying so now i got to a point where i still have the same smile on my face but the inside ain't really tearing up like that you know so that's a good step so um learning you know it's funny because the beautiful One of the most beautiful things about it is how the things that we talked about in financial therapy when we were having a conversation and the relationship that I've had with you, Stephen, is like going throughout my day and, and those nuggets, you know, popping my head and I'm able to make a great decision. So that's what really inspired me to want to have this, you know, really dive back into this podcast is I really want us to be able to do that for our audience. You know, now that we've. Now that I, I really I really feel like I leveled up to be honest with you. So um, and I was able to realize the values and the nuggets and the and the gems that we were dropping back in the days like, damn, that's great. Oh, getting them games. You know what I'm saying? No ceilings.
1: And we will continue to do so.
0: For sure. For sure. Well
1: man, definitely uh great getting back on the pod. Hope you guys enjoyed that as much as we did, for sure. Like he said, moving forward, we'll try some shorter segments for you guys, see how you guys enjoy it. I'm sure you will. Uh, until all of the resistance in the fourth quarter, keep saving, keep striving. Mm-hmm. See you guys next time.
0: For sure. Peace.